The following is my conversation with David Whoop, author of the book, Imbecility. In this wide-ranging discussion, David discusses the concept of suspension and how it relates to his work as a poet, humanitarian, and journalist. Uh, hope you enjoy our conversation. This show is made possible through the support of Harper Alkanets. Thank you for your time. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors. Hey, David, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Of course, no problem. So first things first, where would you say the book Imbecility is focused? The book is largely about the concept of suspension, which is a deep and mysterious topic. There's a lot of depth to it, and I think readers will find it interesting. Did you have any specific inspirations for the book when you wrote it? I didn't have any specific inspirations per se. Rather, I just wanted to explore the concept of suspension in depth and see what came out. I think the book turned out well based on that goal, based on that goal. You touch on the idea of suspension throughout the book, which I found to be really interesting. Can you discuss a little bit more about that? Sure. In general, suspension is the state or condition of being suspended or held in suspension. It can also refer to a period of time during which somebody is suspended from a particular activity or occupation. For example, someone who's been suspended from school might not be allowed to attend classes until they've satisfactorily completed a set amount of assignments. What can happen during a period of suspension that can make it difficult or even impossible to carry out normal life functions? There are a few things that can happen during a period of suspension. For example, someone might become imbecile, which is a term that's used to describe someone who's lost the ability to think clearly or competently. It can be difficult for them to complete everyday tasks and their social lives might be affected as well. Are there any other common symptoms of being imbecile? Yes, there are a few other common symptoms of being imbecile. People who are imbeciles might lose interest in activities they once enjoyed and they might begin to make careless decisions that could lead to problems. They might also suffer from poor memory or motor skills, which can make it difficult for them to take care of themselves. So suspending someone from an activity or occupation can have significant consequences for them. Can you talk about what sort of rehabilitation is available to someone who's been suspended? There's not always a lot of rehabilitative help available when someone is suspended from an activity or occupation. However, there are often support groups or counseling services that can be helpful. Uh, additionally, people may be able to find new jobs or activities that they enjoy. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for things to settle down after somebody has been suspended, but usually things work out in the end. That sounds like suspending somebody can have a major impact on their life. What do you think are the reasons for that? I think suspension is often viewed as a punitive action, which is why it has such significant consequences for the person who's being suspended. In some cases, the person who's been suspended may not have done anything wrong, but they're still treated harshly by society. I think this attitude is counterproductive and unnecessary given the relatively minor consequences that typically result from suspension. You mentioned earlier that people who are imbeciles might lose interest in activities they once enjoyed. How does that happen? It can happen for a number of reasons. Sometimes people who are imbeciles no longer have the mental capacity to enjoy traditional forms of entertainment. Other times, their interests may change over time, and they may become interested in different things than what they were previously interested in. Regardless of the reason, it can be tough for people who are affected by this condition to continue living normal lives. You also discussed the concept of suspension in relation to sports. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure thing. In sports, suspension refers to any time in which somebody is taken off the playing field or court because they violated some rule or protocol. 
For instance, if somebody kicks another player while they're on the ground, they would likely be suspended from playing future matches in that event series. This type of suspension involves penalty points as well, which can impact the team's overall score at the end of the event series. How often do sporting events involve suspensions? A lot of sporting events involve suspensions. In fact, it's often a major factor in determining the outcome of an event series. For example, if a team is leading by a large margin in an event series, they may be more likely to suspend players in order to maintain their advantage. This kind of strategy can be very risky, but it often results in a win for the team. Based on what you've said, suspension can have significant consequences for the person who's being suspended and for the sporting teams involved in the event series. What do you think are the benefits of suspending someone from an activity or occupation? I think there are a few benefits to suspending someone from an activity or occupation. For instance, it can often prevent them from performing poorly or causing any harm to others. Additionally, it can give other people the opportunity to take their place and continue engaging in the activity or occupation without disruption. I think these benefits are definitely worth considering when making decisions about suspension. That sounds like suspending somebody can be a fairly effective way to address behavior that's causing problems. Are there any other questions that you think we should address in this interview? No, I think that's it for now. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we're speaking with David Wapp about the book Imbecility and its examination of the concept of suspension. David also shares how pyrocantha can be used to predict future results in sporting events. And to end this episode, I'll read a poem by David Wolpe named The Leaf. The leaf upon the tree kept turning without cease from the sun's bright light into the night's cool shade, its journey never ending. 